Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back. This will be for Ezekiel chapter 26. I'll read the heading first. Because she rejoiced in the sorrows and fall of Jerusalem, Tyrus shall be destroyed. And it came to pass in the eleventh year, in the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, because that Tyrus hath said against Jerusalem, Aha, she is broken, that was the gates of the people. She is turned unto me, I, will, I shall be replenished. Now she is laid waste. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Tyrus, and will cause many nations to come up against thee, as the sea causeth his waves to come up. And they shall destroy the walls of Tyrus, and break down her towers. I will also scrape her dust from her, and make her like the top of a rock. It shall be a place for the spreading of nets in the midst of the sea, for I have spoken it, saith the Lord God, and it shall become a spoil to the nations. And her daughters, which are in the field, shall be slain by the sword, and they shall know that I am the Lord." So just a little explanation about this uh, verse. Corihor, the Book of Mormon Antichrist, told Alma that no man can know of anything which is to come, because ye cannot know of things which ye do not see. Again and again in the Old Testament, one can find examples that prove Corihor wrong. The prophets foretold in great detail many future events. Ezekiel's prophecies concerning Tyre or Tyrus are some of the most remarkable. Tyre was situated on the coast about halfway between Carmel in Israel and Beirut in Lebanon, but it was a peculiar geographic feature of Tyre that gave it its most remarkable prophetic destiny. Merrill F. Unger noted that Tyre once consisted of two parts, a rocky coast, defense of great strength on the mainland, and a city upon a small but well-protected island about half a mile from the shore. Ezekiel predicted that Nebuchadnezzar would lay siege to Tyre, but a skeptic like Corihor might say that, the, that this prediction was not remarkable, since Nebuchadnezzar was conquering nearly every major city in the area, and Tyre was a particularly ripe plum because of its wealth. But before a generation had passed away, according to Josephus, Philostratus and Cedar Olam, Nebuchadnezzar came up and as had been predicted, making a fort, casting a mount, and lifting up the buckler. At the end of thirteen years, about 605 BC, he took the city, at least that on the mainland, and Tyre was forgotten seventy years, as had been foretold by Isaiah. Some of Ezekiel's peculiar promises seem to be unfulfilled, including the following, I will also scrape her dust from her. Tyre was become like the top of a rock. It shall be a place for the spreading of nets in the midst of, of the sea. They shall lay thy stones and thy timber and thy dust in the midst of the water. Thou shalt be built no more. For nearly three hundred years these prophecies appeared to be inaccurate. Nebuchadnezzar conquered the mainland city, but was unable to subdue all of Tyre because of the strategic position of the island. After a few decades, Tyre regained her wealth and splendor, though the ruined city on the shore was not rebuilt, and the island fortification became the central city. Then in 332 BC, Alexander the Great swept out of the northern Mediterranean world. He moved south with his forces and camped on the ruins of ancient Tyre, isolating the inhabitants on the island offshore. 
Tyre had supposedly made a peaceful alliance with the Greeks, but when Alexander requested permission to bring his troops into Tyre to worship their gods and was refused, he laid siege to to Tyre, a difficult task since the city lay on an island a half a mile off the shore. James Hastings described what followed. The memorable siege began. Alexander built a mole, or a causeway, 200 feet wide out towards the island. It was repeatedly destroyed. The defense was desperate and successful till Alexander invested the city with a fleet of 224 ships. Tyre was stormed, 8,000 of her inhabitants massacred, 2,000 crucified on the shore, and 30,000 sold into slavery. Tyre ceased to be an island and henceforth was permanently joined to the mainland. Only a blunt headland today suggests the existence of the former island fortress. The mole is now a half a mile broad. Follows... This is a person whose name is Follows. (laughs) Noted how Ezekiel's prophecy that Tyre would be scraped clean and made like the top of a rock was fulfilled. So utterly were the ruins of old Tyre thrown into the sea that its exact site is confessedly undeterminable. Although the ruins of nearly 50 cities near Rome, which perished almost 2,500 years ago, testify that the extinction of every race of a city is a sort of miracle. Today, there is no island opposite Tyre, but a close examination of the coastline in that vicinity will show a small peninsula jutting into the sea. Because of its configuration and the prevailing breezes, local fishermen come to the barren rocky outcrop to spread their nets to dry the prophet to dry. The prophet Ezekiel certainly met the criteria outlined in Deuteronomy 18, 20, or 18 verses 18 to 22 for determining whether a prophet speaks for the Lord. Anyway, that was out of the Institute Manual. So you can see here that all this prophecy that's mentioned here about the destruction of Tyre or Tyrus uh, actually happened. Uh, so the prophets do know what they're saying because they're guided by the Lord. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.